Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business or, let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you. Introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5K. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by AWS, the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. Use AWS now to lower your business costs, become more agile, and for faster innovation. Apply now to get $1,000 free credits at hustleshare.com slash AWS. Also by TagCash. Spend, play, earn, and build a mobile wallet super app for your startup. Go now to hustleshare.com slash TagCash to apply and get your startup's mobile wallet. And Caliber. It's the easiest, most convenient way to get hired. Caliber Tailor fits the perfect job for you based on your unique skills. Hire the best people for your company at www.caliber.com and use the promo code HUSTLESHARE. Caliber, where jobs find you. I suppose what's common with the people in frontline feeders is that we're all kind of reactive in that sense. The moment things are happening, we're like, we can't sit still, we want to do something. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Bait Young. Welcome to episode 78 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster, and I'm your host. And this episode is powered by AWS, the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. We are a proud affiliate of the Podcast Network Asia, but before we begin, we'd like to remind you that this podcast contains not safe for work language, so make sure there are no kids when you're listening to this. Because today we're going to be talking to three amazing women who are from a group that supports our modern day heroes against COVID-19. And their names is Ross Wan, Chell Gray, and Carla Reyes of Frontline Feeders Philippines. And today Ross, Chell, and Carla will be sharing with us what they were doing prior to COVID-19 and how they were doing their own hustles prior to the lockdown. They will also share the type of skill sets they were able to develop that they were able to contribute in frontline feeders. Now feeding ain't easy because they will also share the difficulties and challenges they had to go through just to help the frontliners. And just like any startup, they pivoted and used agile methodologies to help their efforts become more efficient and help them scale it to feeding 40 hospitals and thousands of meals to our beloved frontliners. And stick around till the end because they will be sharing 
the type of feedback that they get from our frontliners and how you can help and get involved in feeding our frontliners through their organization. So if you're ready to learn the hustle behind Frontline Feeders Philippines, let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. We are with three amazing women. I don't know if they've ever been on a podcast, but they are super cool. And they keep our frontliners fed. So before, without further ado, and before I get carried away talking about food, let's welcome to the show, Shell Gray, Ross Swan, and Carla Reyes. Guys, welcome to the show and thanks for making the time. I know you're super busy feeding the frontliners. But before I get carried away and, and uh, you know talk about food, because you guys are amazing uh, people for doing this. But uh, first of all, thank you first. Thank you for starting this initiative. But just like every hustler that I've had on the show, guys, what's your hustle? Well, we're Frontline Feeders Philippines. Okay. And how do we explain it? We're coordinators. So we connect food sources to kitchens mm-hmm. and later get the food to the frontliners. Wow. And that's vital because I imagine there's a lot of food out there that want, I mean, it's either sitting in their all, the restaurants and whatnot, but it's always that middle, middle tier that, that gets lost in translation. Yeah. Right? Basically, um, there are a lot of people that want to help. But they don't know how to, or they don't have like a contact person in the hospital. Um, so that's where we come in. Um, and also, like we, since we're coordinators, like we assist the hospitals with their schedules, with their mm. meal schedules. So at least, like, um, uh, one hospital is assured that they have like at least a meal a day from us, right? Wow. Um, yeah, because like. What's hard is that usually in times like these, like it during the first week of like the whole, the whole whatever. Um, yeah, um, that's when a lot of people are so eager to donate, and mm. then after it that, off. yeah, it does. Mm. Um, so what we're trying to do is we're trying to conserve our resources as a community and like you know like schedule it properly, just so like not everyone donates all at the same time mm. like you know let, let's have some order here okay so, so it's a long oh. for a long game because this this thing is yeah. really a long play yeah. but before I get carried away I want to understand first first of all thanks for having again th- the time to, to do this but I want to understand who were you prior to frontline feeders now I've never had three people on the show at the same time this is the <laughs> the biggest party wow. I've had here <laughs> this is awesome Right, but I had to expand my time machine to accommodate four people. I don't know who's gonna ride shotgun, but we had to ride our hustle share time machine and go back to how you guys were. And, and real quick, I mean, if we if we talk about your hustle in depth, we won't uh, have time. We only have an hour tops. But real quick, uh, let's start with Jell. Real quick, uh, what were you doing, and what was your hustle prior to this? Because I've known you for a while. Also, you've yeah. been. In the startup community, right? Yep. Uh, and your hustles weren't really just whatever uh, hustles as well. You, I, I, the, the moment I really remember is from Google. You were in Google uh, for a while. Uh, and then thinking machines. And I'm looking at your LinkedIn. You're, lo- you're no longer there. But in, in a gist, Chow, um, what were you doing prior to uh, Frontline Peters in a gist? And walk us through your journey here. Yeah. So, uh, first and foremost, I'd like to thank you, Ronster. I'm a huge fan. Uh, this is my first podcast guesting, actually. <laughs> so, prior to working for, uh, volunteering for Frontline Feeders, I was actually doing developer communities. I was handling it for Google for five years uh, before moving to Globe to do uh, 
to actually do social good for their CSR. Mm. So it's a mix of tech and social good. That's yeah. what I really love doing the most. No? So um, then I moved to Thinking Machines briefly, but unfortunately, my mom is sick, so I had to pause for a while, okay. uh, focus on the family, and then uh, recently joined another tech company, Computer Professionals Inc. So I'm now doing AWS this time. <laughs> oh, shout out to our sponsor, AWS. <laughs> They're our main sponsor. In yeah, so um, now I'm doing um, AWS um, cloud and uh, product development again. So pretty much exciting. But, you know, part of me, you can't take out you know, volunteering community and all. So when Ross uh, reached out to me and say, do you want to volunteer for this? Like I didn't have any second thoughts. So I'd say, and I said, yes. Yeah. So, and Ross also and I had a, had a very good history. We actually met through volunteering back mm. when we did um, rescue operations for Habagat flooding and then wow. so many so many disasters after that. So, so you're not rookies <laughs> here in terms of like really helping out. You've always been the you've had that instinct of really uh, being at the front line, pun intended. Um, yes. To whenever things need people need to step up, you've always been there. Now, Shell, yeah. uh, before I turn it over to Ross real quick, in terms of skill set, it, it looks it's pretty clear here that community development and also helping other people out has been there, but what is your main skill that you developed over your tenure in the, all these tech companies that are that's allowing you to also replicate that with frontline feeders? Ah, right. The ability to communicate with other people well, you know, the ability to um, talk to different types of people, and at mm. the same time, you know, to, to be able to act fast and quick because you know you have to be agile in situations like this. So startup yeah. mentality, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you need to find what resources do you, what resources you have, and you have to use your network. Um, at this, you know, at times like this, you know, how can you work with the tech communities like the the two communities, PWDO and UXPH, uh, actually did an event last night. They they had an online event, and uh, they also had an online uh, donation campaign, and they actually featured frontline feeders. So, you know, using the you know, your your relationship with the tech community is to be able to you know do something good and contribute. That's another uh, advantage of being uh, in this type of uh, community also and you know the network that you have so skill sets um, mix of you know technical skills social media skills and at the same time you know really the empathy and the compassion to be able to help other people at times like this alright thank you now Ross again this is the first time we've met and we were kind of chatting before we we, we, we pressed record. But I've known you for a while. You were in pub before pub was pub, right? Um, wow. Yeah. You are the, the light that shines in Polaris, handlebar, and, and whatnot. But you, you, you started Commune, the very popular coffee shop in Poblacion. Yep. And, well, we actually started in Salcedo Village. Oh, okay. Yeah. But again, it's a big landmark now in in uh, in in pub. Like what I said, the good side of pub, not the other side, huh? Because I always sometimes I end up in the wrong side of pubs, and then like, yeah, like wait, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm just supposed to get the El Chupacabra, not the other stuff, <laughs> right? But um, Ross, you you you've been in FNB, right? Um, yes. Other than FNB, you've also been Tweet Up Manila. So this you're you're very tech enabled as you've seen, and you've also been a community lead. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've worked with Chell on this one uh, while you were mm-hmm. in Google. Uh, what's your what's yes. the skill set uh, that you've developed through your tenure, and can you describe a little bit what you've done in the past? Uh, uh, here. Okay. So I've actually been in coffee co- for quite some time, even while I was in university. Oh, wow. As um sidelining now with co- in coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Um so coffee definitely commune's been around. We're turning seven this month. Wow. 
I miss yeah. good coffee. I'm um, sick and tired of doing my own coffee. It tastes like shit. <laughs> we can do something about that. We deliver. Um, I'm in Cavite at the moment. There's nothing. Nobody wants to deliver here. It's so sad. So it's been coffee. Uh, yeah, food for quite some time. But I am also a social media strategist. So I have a boutique digital agency. Um, we do a lot of web development, social media management, um, some digital campaigns. And of course, all the work that I've done on the community side, that's why uh, Google Business Group, um, Rescue PH, and those are the two things that brought Shell and I together. We, we were friends online before we were friends in person. So Same with Shell. She always likes all my jokes, majority of it, but we've never had a really serious <laughs> conversation <laughs> as well. <laughs> So after this, that, that should be on the list of things to do to yes. meet in person. Um, but yeah, so skill set, I would have to agree with Jill. Um, I suppose what's common with the people in frontline feeders is that we're all kind of reactive in that sense. The moment things are happening, we're like, we can't sit still. We want to do something. Got it, got it. Um, so skills develop, multitasking, definitely. Um, how many chat rooms a day? Um, <laughs> and apparently, apparently after this, pwede na kami supply chain management. Wow. <laughs> a new business right there. Pwede logistics. Wow. Um, one thing that I've been doing a lot, na kinakaya naman, but I don't necessarily really enjoy because nakaka-stress is dispatching, like mm. coordinating the route of one vehicle and okay. calling all these places to the daanan. But those are the skills we ended up developing. So. All right. Sounds good. Now, let's t- talk to my good old friend here, Miss <laughs> Carla Reyes. So, a little bit of a background. I've known this girl for a very long time, almost 10 years now. Uh, in my very first uh, real uh, non-call center job. It's in Groupon, Philippines back then. And she was a partner, correct? You you were one of the people that made deals. And then I remember meeting you. You threw a party in our office. Yeah. And you brought your whole mobile bar. I, yeah, and I was I, drunk I, as shit. <laughs> I was drunk as shit and I had a ball. But Carla, um, tell us a little bit of your, about your journey. because. Here's one thing again. I'll just I'll hype you a little bit. Huh? I'm gonna flex you as my oh, friend, no. right? I'm gonna flex you real quick. Okay. You know, this this girl's been at the apex of food in the country. So <laughs> you you guys own you know the Plaza Catering, and just so you know, who does the Plaza Catering feed? Every parking sauna, they are the ones <laughs> who feed the crocodiles in the parking. <laughs> Why not anymore? <laughs> okay, oh, holy shit. Not, it was not like, holy this shit. Uh, see, not at least the good crocodiles back then. The bad crocodiles are not. That's why they steal our shit. <laughs> Just kidding. But oh my God. And you have the best ham in the world. Yes, they do. Um, oh my God. Um, Super. Um, I like corned beef. It's a staple in my, my nacho bowl. Carla, Carla thought I was like uh, kitchen or like uh, preparing because every time they would post like oh so we can supply ham we can supply ham bits who needs yeah. ham me me lucky ass frontliners <laughs> are getting fed with food yeah. <laughs> yeah okay but sorry for overhyping you but again it's legit I won't flex if you aren't legit but Carla walk us through your journey a little bit and how you guys started and what were you doing prior to this um so prior to this I I still am <laughs> the yes. COO of the Plaza Catering. And um, under the Plaza, we have several products. And one of it is uh, the retail outlet of the Plaza Premium Baked Ham. Um, mm-hmm. So we have stores around the metro. Uh, some are in malls and some are standalone stores. Mm-hmm. Um, malls like SM Mega Mall, Rostanz Makati. Um, so in Mega Mall? I did not wear Mega Mall, ground floor, building oh, eight. Oh, yeah. National I didn't know that. I've been one year national for a while. Uh, and then yeah, also Rockwell in the cinema snack bar. I remember in Rockwell, I had to go out of my office. I was craving so much. I went all the way to the cinema <laughs> to get two hams. Right? 
Not so, so much. I love your ham. So outside of the Plaza Pinoy ham, you're also part of the famous Reyes clan who knows yes. a thing or two about feeding really good food. You know, so it's yes. so my legit. Family, my family owns the Aristocrat, um, which has been around for 80, 80 plus years. Yeah. Um, and um, so I'm fourth generation of the aristocrat. And then my grandpa started his own, which is the plaza, which concentrated more on like international cuisine. Um, and then I also have my own businesses, one of which is you're familiar with it already, Swizzle Mobile Bar. Uh, so we're be- basically a beverage catering company. Um, uh, and we're still alive until now. The more best in the business. I mean, there's a lot of them now, but yo, do you guys sort of started this yeah. shit out. And you won't be around for a, for a long time if we were just not. This is le- legit. <laughs> I'm party ronster. I, I used to live and breathe nightlife before, so take my word for it. Yeah, that's right. Party ronster. And um, my newest baby is uh, La Petite Fromagerie. It's a cheese catering company. <laughs> but aside from Not like going to different. Yes. So we also have raclette and then I fly in also several cheeses uh, per month and I have like a cheese subscription box. So anyone who subscribes to the subscription box, yeah, you get three different cheeses every month and then we send you uh, tasting notes and a bottle of wine and grapes and crostinis and whatever to to complement that. So that is okay. Um, before I start eating my microphone, stop already, <laughs> ha, <laughs> Carla. No, but be, uh, before we take our first break, what were the skills you? I mean, you're very well faceted. You've been in business for a while, and you really hustle too. So I, I know I've known you very well. But um, what are the skill sets that you bring to the table in in frontline feeders? Of course. Um, I guess one of them is my network. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like since. Since we need to continually feed frontliners, and it's not like it's not like we've concentrated on just one hospital. I mean, we're right. continually growing the hospitals that we're catering to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're now forty plus. We're now working on forty plus hospitals. Yeah, 40 plus. Um, and and so we have to keep finding kitchens that can actually cater to our needs. Wow. Um, so that's that's one thing. Network on the kitchen part. Um, another one is like the business community also, and mm-hmm. especially like the the F and B industry. Um, so a lot of my suppliers have also donated items. Like I have one supplier who donated like eighty kilos of chicken quarters. What? Um, yeah. So that's like I don't know how many kilos in total, but like. Um, it's it's just there. It's it's in our freezer. So like little by little, like I send them out to our different kitchens to be mm. able to use it for the meals. So so our facility, the Plaza Catering's facility, although we've shut down operations, like mm. we're using our kitchen as like storage or like uh, sometimes yesterday, like our butcher was was wow. um was slicing some. Oh, meat. I thought you served your butcher. Don't serve your no, butcher. No, 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 <laughs> Um, so yeah, so yeah. Parang also the, the facilities of the the company were able to use at this point. Um, it's unfortunate that a lot of our staff had to go home to their families, but then that would have been also a, a pretty good addition to to the group and the requirements that you know we have. But yeah. That is amazing. All right, now let's take our first break, and when we come back, I want to understand. How did you guys make this and how did you grow the whole front frontline theaters community? Well, let's talk about that more after the break. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph. That's saschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We're still with the frontline feeders, all our three super women. And I want to know, you're, you're just three of a big group here. How big is this group, and how did this even start? Who, who was zero to one? Who, who started this idea, and how did this pop out? Because you guys mentioned earlier that you, you're just not used to sitting around and waiting for rations to happen and waiting for you know, whatever to, to happen. You've always been at the front line whenever shit happens to the country, right? But who started this and how did this idea come to fruition? Actually, <laughs> um, I came in on like day two. Day two. So on the first day, um, Candy, uh, who was celebrating her birthday on March 12th, Okay. So, dahil birthday niya, she was like, I want to send Pansit to a hospital. Because mm, this is about... Candy. This Who's was, Candy again? Um, Candy, we haven't met her in person. <laughs> we haven't met her. Shout <laughs> out to you, Candy, in your Pansit. Okay. Um, Candy got my tanber dardo. Okay. Um, so, she's friends with Gang Badoy. Gang Badoy mm, of Rock. Gang Badoy Kapati. So, yeah. so March 12th, wasn't even quarantine period yet. Pero medyo nag-uumpisa na, di ba? Medyo, I think we're getting cheated. Mm-hmm. And so, Candy said to Gang, I want to send Pansit to a hospital. Mm-hmm. And Gang was like, okay, that's a fantastic idea. Sige, we'll send it to a hospital. But wait, why why don't we do this nga? Why don't we feed frontliners, no? So, syempre, pagdating kay Gang, the idea grew bigger na. So, Gang called Doc Gia Seaton. Doc Gia, shout out to you. She's yes. part of our podcast network. Podcast <laughs> oh, network yes. Asia. Okay. So, hello. When it gets to Gang and Doc Gia, syempre, it blows up by leaps and bounds, di ba? Right. And then, Doc Gia called me. She said, Ross, we need food for Makati Med. I'm like, okay, sige, let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, we also need for this hospital, this hospital. I'm like, ah, uh, wait lang. So I called the man, Carla. Because I'm like, Carla, mm-hmm. we need a big facility. <laughs> or, I mean, round up the rest of people, right? Okay. So, Carla, and then we started coordinating with hospitals. I'm like, Chell, feel mo, coordinate So I called the man, Chell. And then mm-hmm. each one of us would call other people. So now the core team is at Mga 20 to 25 people. Yes. Wow. That's just the core team. And this is done overnight, literally in like a couple of days, and it became yeah. this. Yes. How did that structure become? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's hard to put structure, regardless of how experienced you are, right? You know, um, how does it, because right now I'm looking at this picture that you guys have like your baby hospitals, right? There's me, yeah. there's Jen, there's Candy, there's Allison. Waya, Koyen, there's a lot of you guys and you have adopted a hospital that's how did this system come about and what were the early challenges you guys had? Wow, okay. So um <laughs> well initially I, I was assigned uh to handle UST. So I have to USD. find out yeah. So I have to find out um uh, which so doctor what are their needs what are their needs and etc. Uh, then I found out that they actually have enough food. Uh, well, this was the early um, days of the quarantine. So they right. have 
um, enough food. Um, their kitchen, their cafeteria is still open, and etc. Mm-hmm. So I had to shift to East Avenue, mm-hmm. who wasn't getting a lot at the time. And from East Avenue, you know, hospitals start uh, starts to um, request. Uh, mm-hmm. So I started adapting more hospitals. Uh, as they came in, so at some point I handled seven hospitals. And seven, each, and you were all remote. Yeah. <laughs> what? How did you even get a hold of the right people? <laughs> so yeah, you have to start talking to the um, contact doctors. What are their needs? Oh, wow. Um, how often you can send food? If there are uh, donors who specifically want certain hospitals, or um, you know, you can get cash donors and put it in a central pot. Mm. So we're pretty much a flat organization. Everyone is, everyone is a self-starter. So like okay. uh, if someone is, you know, a bit struggling or a bit um, hectic because they have, we ha- all have our day jobs and we still have right, to right. work also and things like that. Or we have businesses to manage, etc. Mm. So when somebody says, um, sorry, I can't handle this or I need to go offline for the X number of hours mm-hmm. or somebody got sick in our, in our family, so another person would automatically take over. Nice. So that's how amazing the group is. Um, uh, some of the challenges probably like uh, how to keep the sponsorship flowing. Exactly. So we then get to invite uh, other people who can handle uh, social media inquiries and etc. So maybe Ross and Carla can add some more. Okay. Now, Carla, I, I, I have a question. Of, you said you have the whole network in FNB and whoever. I mean, again, you, just with the pictures you've shown, I've seen Chef Ed, uh, Give Some, and whatnot. Um, we also have Chef Chele. Uh, mm. He'll be helping us out um, a few meals a week. Uh, mm. He'll he'll be starting next week, but then nice. at least you know there's continuity because mm. just as there's donor fatigue on like maybe the the private sector or whatever, like these these chefs and restaurateurs are starting to step up also and realizing that hey, you know this might take longer than expected, mm. and they also yeah. have to to give. Um, you know, salaries to their people, um, yeah. livelihood, right? So so they're also trying to find a balance with that, helping mm-hmm. Naren at the same time because obviously, like, people won't be going out to dine in, right? Correct. So, so, um, so to keep their restaurant open, they can't just rely on takeout. So that's where... That's our pitch to like mm-hmm. the the restaurateurs and the chefs right now that um, who are interested in helping us. Um, i just like to add that... Um, one of the challenges we encountered was that uh, so Monday, Monday, mm-hmm. March 16, we sent out uh, food for Makati Med, right? right? Um, oh, I think I know Med. what happened there. It was for 400 people, and the next day, that's when like all like the checkpoints and everything. I mean, well, happened, it was right. I mean, yeah. Well, it happened last. It happened that Monday, but then mm. they just got stricter Tuesday, yeah. and we had like difficulties um, getting around you know, the metro. So, ah. so, no, I mean Anywhere. everywhere. Because ah, okay. at that moment, like we were servicing already, I think seven hospitals. Wow. Yes. Yeah. 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 Around seven hospitals. So we had no, like, I mean, we had a kitchen in QC that was delivering to Makati, and like okay. we didn't know how to do it to get through the checkpoint because it was taking hours, right? Right, right. Um, so that was like one of the challenges. And um, right after, I think that's when we reorganized everything, Ross. Mm-hmm. You'd be yes. the best person to talk about this. But yeah. So actually, um, if this were a business model, it was evolving pretty much on the day-to-day. Wow. Because <laughs> the first few days was like purely donations. Okay, mm-hmm. so okay, purely donations. And then after noon, the lockdown started. So restaurants started calling us to unload stocks mm. instead of it going to waste, right? So okay. And then of course, when it first started, cash donations started coming in. But right, a few right. days later, it would taper down. So yeah. we're like, okay. And then some brands started calling. So okay, the brands are interested. So we've entertained the increase. Then we'll start right. calling friends in brands. So. Th- then it would come naman in bulk. 
um, so- suka, toyo. Uh, today we're getting cooking oil wow. and random stuff, right? Okay. So we were we were changing as we went along from just working with operating restaurants to working with whatever else was operating to now mm. activating commissaries. Yeah. And then making it very um geolocated in a sense so for, uh, okay, we have a Crescent City kitchen, we have a Makati kitchen to service the hospitals there. And then it evolved into actually holding inventory and ferrying <laughs> it to the kitchen. What? <laughs> Yeah, That's and so then I, uh, the way I would talk to chefs would be, okay, market basket category, uh, you only have noodles, oyster sauce, eggs, that's all I can give you. What can you make with it? So, <laughs> <laughs> then they have to be super um, creative, right? Or like a lot of chefs are cooking from home. Like we have Chef JP Anglong cooking from home. We have the people behind Echo Star who are cooking from home. So they can only handle like 60 to 100 meals each. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now I would consolidate, right. consolidate the order so I can deliver 400 to Bakatibin. So it's really being, it's super startup, super agile. Yeah. Right. We just roll with the punches. Absolutely. And then yeah. last, what was it? earlier this week, was it right? Yeah, earlier this week, um, I know, sorry, that was Friday last week, I got a call from Shell Foundation that they wanted Shell. to not yes. your foundation as as shell as in the <laughs> no. but you already made a foundation during this whole process. <laughs> so but definitely after that shell loves shell, no. Okay. <laughs> the Shell Foundation called me up that they really wanna help the farmers also. At wow. the same time, yes. they, oh my God. they wanna help uh, the frontliners. So it's, mm. this is like this is a, the perfect way. That's gonna be a win-win situation, uh, and at the same time, we get to serve you know really healthy meals that would nourish our frontliners. So when I got a call from them um, asking if you know if they donate vegetables, will be will it be helpful to um, to the frontliners? And I said like, oh, definitely, because we have kitchen partners, we have commissaries that can prepare the food, and then the cost would go down also, okay. or technically it would be free. So. Uh, we didn't imagine that they'll send us 1.7 tons of vegetables. <laughs> what? That's amazing. So, so we had to arrange, uh, that's fruits and vegetables actually in total. So we had to arrange how, where it will be delivered and mm. how all the kitchens can actually get uh, you know, ingredients from that mm. delivery. So just like what Ross said uh, and Carla said, it's a whole supply chain coordination. <laughs> so it's actually fun and challenging at the same time because these are donations that you don't want to go to waste, right? Uh, and you have to value each donation. And we have to trans- to be transparent on where it went and how it was used. That's the key. Cetera. So, uh, and then, you know, uh, as soon as we... we we got it, we delivered, we split it into several kitchens, we mm. serve it to our frontliners. So I started putting together the numbers and the pictures and sent it back to Shell. So now they're sending us, you know, another batch of vegetables next week. So we're pretty much excited. So from the Rizal farmers, they'll be mm. helping the Benguet farmers this time. Wow. So it's really, uh, you know, it's, it, it's like a ripple effect. Of good deeds, you know, from one intention of just, you know, donating pancit to a hospital, yeah. to 40 yeah. hospitals now with thousands of frontliners, mm-hmm. even helping our farmers. So it became a very good movement uh, already. That, oh, it's been know, amazing. You, just, you don't just um, help out the frontliners, but you help out a whole ecosystem, a whole, you know, uh, SME uh, background from from you know the kitchens who can help prepare food you know to giving sueldo to their uh, to their people and etc. Mm-hmm. So this is this has been an amazing ride and two thirds of us actually this haven't even met each wow. other in person. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now before we take our last break, I want to find out. What's the feedback like from the frontliners themselves? Because we know we already, there's so many thousands and hundreds of, of, of you know, uh, stories already out there, how, how bad it is from their point of view, PPEs, whatever. I mean, feeding is just one part of the problem. 
yep. where you have the PPE problem, the transportation problem. There's a whole mega fucking clusterfuck of what's going on. But what's been the feedback like from the front frontliners that you guys do? Because if there's one, if there's one thing that at least goes back to us, it's whatever feeds the heart. I would assume. But what's it like um, getting that feedback from the frontliners that you guys serve? They're so cute. You know, sometimes they send us videos of like, wala them like, who was it from, Chell? Uh, from uh, St. Clair, who did the whole Saint production Claire. dance. He had, like, oh. a, he had like a dance number for us. <laughs> <laughs> it was so and, they're, and they're getting creative because we'll be like, okay, so all that copy sponsored, paki picture na lang when you've given it out. Aba may mga post pa. Wow. It's blocking. It's all. 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 It's and we were explaining that, you know, the challenge is the access to food mismo and the yep. time and all that. Um, but in the end, really, what's interesting is what the frontliners were saying, more than the fact that they're given food, which they really need, is whenever the food arrives and they all know it came from the combined efforts of so many people and all these concerned donors, sobra silang, feeling nila, parang finally they have support. Um, they have people behind them because they spend 12 hours a day caring for other people. 24 hours right time. now, actually. 24 hours, yung iba pa, di ba? shift. So, um, this is, whenever the food arrives, parang suddenly, sila naman yung inaalagaan and that makes them feel really good. That is amazing. Before you start crying, let's take our last break. <laughs> <laughs> and when we come back, let's now talk about what's next because, Again, we're not yet done. This is just the start. I'm probably going towards the middle part of this whole whole journey. But let's talk about what's what's what does it take next, and what, what how do we rise above all of this? But let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, hustlers! It's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions for liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. 
Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer. Trust Dragon Pay. And we're back in the break. We're still with the frontline feeders, uh, Shell, uh, Ross, and my friend Carla from from uh, from uh, from a very long time. I I wanted to write the hustle shirt. I can do a whole fucking interview with you, Carla. Let's talk about our past. <laughs> but before we get carried away and I go back to the time machine again, you said there's a problem now of donation fatigue, and you called it right. Um, in any type of disaster per se. There's this, the first wave is boom, excess. And then all of a sudden it flattens out. Like, uh, you know, you know, the, 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 the one in little Prince, the boa constrictor, you know, it looks like that. It's right at first it's, it's big and then boom, it flattens out. Right. Um, how is that like now? I mean, what's, what, how do you make sure that there's enough to go around for everyone? Because, the worst is yet to come, I think. Um, yeah. How do you make sure that there's enough um, and you still become transparent with it? Okay. On Well, on my end, well, because I was noticing that there were a lot of other groups mm-hmm. that had formed, just like um, we had, right? Um, okay. Although they started around the second week already. Um, they were also starting to feed frontliners and I felt like I needed to get in touch with them because um, I felt that they were sending to the same hospitals that we we had already adopted. Um, So I put together the heads of the different groups and I said, you know, let's do it this way. Like, these are the hospitals that we're sending to every day. Um, so we've kind of like adopted them already. I would urge you guys, encourage you guys to, you know, try the same format. Like what if you guys just handle this specific hospital and just make sure that they're fed every day. And then if you think that you can expand your operations, then add another hospital. Mm-hmm. And I think um, they appreciated that, that, you know, um, there was no like politics or whatever yeah. involved. I didn't want to overstep, you know, like, getting their name out there or anything. It was just kind of being smart about the resources. Right. Um, so, so now we have this group where we're kind of all coordinating, although Mm -hmm. there are still some groups that are popping up that we haven't been able to tap. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think, um, 
it would be wise to like get in touch with us also and see how we work things out. Because um, there we have a consolidated list of the hospitals that we're all working on together already. And I'm talking to like maybe five other groups. Wow. Um, so yeah, if the rest can get in touch with us, then that would yeah. help a lot extend so, our researches so yeah how do they say uh, get in touch if, if if someone's already listening or a friend of a friend is listening to this podcast at the moment and she knows or they plan to do such because the last thing you want to do is double dip all of a sudden yeah. the guys in Makati Men is super fat and the other hospital they're dying <laughs> right have nothing right yeah. so and, and it's not just that uh, um, it's also because there are so many departments in one hospital mm. so frontline feeders focus as on the emergency room and laboratory because these guys are pretty much the first touch points no mm-hmm. but the other hospitals are the other departments are also getting bogged down with a lot of work in the hospital so it helps also if we can coordinate with other groups to sort of split up by department Mm -hmm. now in terms of frontliners right um we're not just talking about hospitals are there any uh if this goes big enough and all of these other groups start to consolidate into one another the the frontliners are not just you know the the hospital people there are other types of frontliners as well that need some Feeding. Is that part of the pipeline that you guys want to do? Because, again, this is a long game. Um, if someone is listening to this that wants to participate and, you know, uh, work with you, where else do you plan to put or help more frontliners coming up? Um, okay, I think frontline feeders will really be focusing on the hospital frontliners because okay. that's sort of I, I don't know. Our expertise now, the back. I think that's our network also because we have Dr. Yeah. part of the group. So, right. like, she kind of tells us which hospital is a high priority right now, which one really needs help. And then yeah. that's where, you know, we exhaust all our efforts. Okay. Um, makes sense. So, yeah. And I think but, there's... Yeah, go ahead. Um, But because we're also getting sponsorship now, let's say we're getting a whole bunch of vegetables from Filipina Shell. Um... And those are perishable. Mm. The faster we get to dis- disperse all those vegetables, the better, right? So that being said, um, if there are other kitchens servicing naman the underserved or other yep. kinds of frontliners, there are those feeding um, garbage uh, collectors, security guards, and mm. all that, no? And plus, marami ng quarantine and military, military people. Those who are and military people. people. I mean, there's a lot, eh. There's a lot to be served, no? So there are certain organizations focusing on other groups. Ah, and I think the focus is wonderful, no? Got it. But we're definitely willing to share resources when we do have it. So okay. they can just send us a private message at Frontline Feeders Philippines on Facebook. Okay. And we will definitely field their messages. Got it. Now, I would also assume that aside from hospitals in the next couple of weeks, there's a lot of new quarantine areas and also the mass testing facilities that are being built as, as, as we see in the news that, you know, I think that's going to be an extension of how a hospital will be built, right? Yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah. like, so, for, for example, one hospital will be converted into a COVID uh, center. Right. So, and we usually provide, for example, 100 packs per day or per meal. Now we have to increase it, right? The more... You know, uh, the more patients that they get, you know, the more that we need to ensure that uh, all those frontliners are properly fed also. So we have to increase the capacity of the food that we serve per hospital as well. And I think now, Ross, you have 400 packs in Mahati Med. Other hospitals like Medical City, between 200 to 300, right? And even there also. So the priority hospitals that are really serving those uh, with COVID uh, patients or uh, um, those who are uh, focusing on uh, COVID right now uh, will be our priority also in terms of providing uh, food. All right. Now, last question um, before I let you guys go. Um, How do we help the backliners, you guys? Because at the end of the day, it's not like uh, you guys are doing God's work by helping and paying it forward without asking for literally anything. But the F&B industry is the most exposed in in this 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 whole uh, fiasco that we're in. 
And it's not like after COVID, everybody is going to be back, right? There's going to be a long psychological um, impact towards this. For those people who are helping now, somehow, some way, they would need help back, right? Um, the chefs that are feeding us great food, in the next couple of months, they would need to f- worry about how to make ends meet. Carla and Ross, how do we help them out? Um, please support the local businesses. Yeah. Uh, find out, find out who your neighbors are. Um, if they're doing delivery or when they're going to go into operation. Uh, the easiest really is to support the ones closest to you. Mm. I mean, just buy from them because. Sempre on our part, I mean, uh, until April 14, we sort of like, okay, we can figure this out. But beyond that, then it becomes a bigger challenge. We'd really like to be able to still support our employees. Mm-hmm. Um, so every single sale will help. Yeah, and according to Bounce Back PH from the last episode, 70% of SMEs only have one month of runway left. It's that bad. After mm-hmm. one month, we're all fucked. How are you going to pay your employees? The last thing you want to do is retrench people. Every single business yeah. owner doesn't want to let go of anyone, right? If yep. they wouldn't mm-hmm. have to eat or sacrifice a car or two, yep. something, an unused asset, they would do that, right? It's really scary. And there's no line end, of, end, end in sight yet, right? But for mm-hmm. Carla, what, what do you think uh, should people at least do, aside from what, what Ross said? Um... That's all I can think of also. Parang support support them. Like buy from them. Go to your favorite restaurant. And um, everyone has had a loss throughout this period, I think. Um, And uh, like my mom and I are now talking about like a recovery plan for our employees and we're not sure because we're a catering company. So obviously, like our events for the next few months have all canceled. Correct. Right? So our regular employees, if we let them all come in to work without doing anything, parang sayang lang what we're gonna be paying them. How are we gonna get it back also? Mm -hmm. So, so we might have to do shifting um, like a four-day work week or something like that. Uh, but we also need to find stuff for them to do. So I don't know, companies, um, at least the bigger companies, I, I I don't know if you can still continue partying, but, you know, we'll be open yeah. as soon as this is lifted. Yeah. No, we, we got to eat. And I think that's what it is. It, it, we need to be more deliberate about our intentions as well. That, hey, you know, you, you want to, like, um, the Mercato guys, RJ, that's mine, them, right? Yeah. They're literally doing rations. Like, oh, I'm going to eat on this uh, merchant and whatnot. So yeah. everybody gets a piece of the pie. You know, we buy and, and whatnot. And you do the same. You know, we have, there has to be a system. And maybe the system you guys also built can be a good framework of how that's, that can be executed after uh, all the rations are done. Because we need to now help the backliners after. All right. Now, um, guys, before I let you go, um, what's your message uh, to the whole um, Philippines of Philippines? Well, it sounds like a Miss Universe. Um, what, what is a, if someone wants to help out and donate the frontliner or become a frontline feeder as well, what do they do? Uh, they can send us a message on our Facebook account. Um, we do have like this Google Sheet where they can just fill it out. Uh, like a uh, contact, like of uh, fill out the form right. uh, and mm-hmm. indicate like how they want to help out, mm-hmm. uh, and someone will get back to them. All right. Thanks, guys. We uh, also again. have a website. Sorry, oh, we do have a website. Go, 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 go. <laughs> it's frontlinefeedersph.com. See, someone already went to a website. It's, it's yeah, it's and the, we have the an tech- Instagram account. There you go. Frontlinefeedersph. It's we have a whole titas. marketing team. It's the tech titas <laughs> doing their jo- their magic. <laughs> the tech titas of frontline feeders. <laughs> That's just some some category. Okay, guys. Now, any other message before we let you go? We want to thank all our sponsors, those who believe in you know this advocacy, this movement. 
uh, so many to mention, but we do post it. Um, we all, we want to thank also our doctor partners in each hospital. So um, even if they're really busy with their shift, you know, they take time to help with the distribution, to communicate with us what they need and how we can improve things better and things like that. Uh, and our transportation partners too for helping us, you know, get the food the from, you know, <laughs> from kitchen to our frontliners and etc. Um, yeah, so it's been an amazing journey and I do hope that they continue to, you know, work and support our frontliners. So if they want to support whether cash, food, uh, ingredients, <laughs> we'll take <Yeah>. them. <laughs> Finish it to the Chell Gray Foundation. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. To the frontline leaders. <laughs> And then if there are other foundations or NGOs that wants to work with us, you know, we're, 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 uh, we welcome them also so we can actually plan better and, you know, um, help execute uh, how we can work, you know, different areas, uh, not just our frontliners, but, you know, farmers and etc. All righty. Thank you, guys. But before I let you go, um, please follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And if you did say any link or whatnot or any jargon that we did it's going to be in our show notes on hustleshare.com and also we have a small community uh, on the hustleshare community on facebook if you want to be involved in how we build the show just go there and message us in our chatbot at m.me slash hustleshare powered by chatbot ph again carla ross and chell foundation thank you very much <laughs> thank, thank you Arthur. all right thank you for having us and stay safe, okay? Wear All your right. mask when you go out. All right. I'll <laughs> see you for coffee soon. <laughs> yes. All right. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.